Hey, thanks for being a part of the conversation. Let's do some pod crashing. Episode number 286 is with Kurt from the podcast, Joseph the Angel. I got to ask you the, the question right up from the beginning, because I know how people discover podcasts and they make it a part of their life. We, we've always known Clarence as being the angel. What, what is Joseph the Angel? So we can get that really clearly put out there for listeners. Joseph is the angel that sends Clarence down to help George. Wow. So there's a whole angel hierarchy going that we're playing with here. (laughs) The idea for this was, were you sitting around watching Ted Turner's channel or something like that? I mean, how did this all come together? Uh, My partner, um, Ray Novoselsky has been, this is his favorite movie. This basically is kind of the, the underpinnings of his whole life. (laughs) You know, it's like how he approaches dealing with people and the world is, is through this film. Like, it's it's amazing and he knows everything about this movie and um he's been thinking about it. he's been thinking about doing a project with it and stuff and we got to talking a couple years ago and he's like man i have this idea for this film or for something and he's also a documentary producer wow. and he's also a documentary podcast producer so he came to me and says hey i'm thinking about that that it's a wonderful life idea maybe we could do it as a podcast and so then we just started, you know, kicking around ideas. And it went from being a a podcast about It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. you know, the making of it or who was in it or why certain decisions were done certain ways for certain reasons. It, it rapidly went beyond that to, <laughs> okay, what does this idea mean for our country, you know? And, and things like that, right? You know, things like, you know, who, you know, um, who are we and what does this film reflect America? And it's also about the idea of what impact does any of us have on anyone around us or the world? And it, it, it really causes you to have real deep thoughts at three in the morning that maybe you don't want to have. Wow. So, so like, did you ever have a moment? Cause I, I talk with, with many musicians who don't want people to know what a certain song is about. Get your own interpretation. Yeah. Were, mm-hmm. were you supposed to give us another interpretation? Because I mean, George Bailey, if he were here today, he'd be in jail. The things that he did, he, he'd be in jail. You know, that's hilarious that you bring that up because we deal with that with one of the episodes. Um, one um, uh, one of the interview subjects calls up um, a a district attorney in that area and say, "Okay, if George Bailey is running a savings and loan and his uncle misplaces eight thousand dollars, what would have happened?" He's, oh, he'd be in jail. Yep. You know, <laughs> and uh, um, so it was. We really, you know, think about these kinds of things, and um, uh, you know, it's it's. It's a play on the multiverse idea yeah. in, a, in a way, right? You know, well, what would happen if Mary Bailey was the hero? What would happen if and is Potter the hero? Or, you know, conversely, right? Are we actually living in Pottersville now mm. and not and not Bedford Falls, mm. right? Mm. Mm. So, you know, and what happened to Bedford Falls after after the movie? What did happen? You know, what, I mean, because I mean, I, I mean, the, the, yeah. there's so many things that these towns that used to be featured in movies are now becoming places for museums. I mean, yeah, why? Why is it Seneca uh, this this place where you know, you know the real or the, you know Bedford Falls would would have a museum? Right, and we we right we we talk about that in in the movie. 
or sorry, <laughs> we talk about that in the doc in the podcast series. Yeah. And um, we actually uh, interview a lot of the people who had something to do with the Seneca Falls, um, the It's a Wonderful Life Museum, Anway Law, um, um, Carolyn Grimes, wow. who was one of the main, um, was one of the uh, actors in the original film. She played Zuzu. Uh, she was instrumental in helping to create the It's a Wonderful Life Museum. And yeah. Don't you love the idea that, that everybody came together on this project? Because in reality, as this as this gen, this generation changes and evolves, this is something that could easily be forgotten within the cracks. But yet, you're you're, you're putting something out there to re-engage listeners to find out more about this and to put it into their own life. Exactly. Thank you for thinking about that because one of our ideas is trying. We were trying to figure out ways to make this film. It's a wonderful life relevant in today's world. Yeah. You know, a lot of kids, they're like, oh, I don't watch anything black and white. Yeah. So it's kind of up to the parents to to show them like, hey, it may be black and white, but it's still a great movie. And when you see it, it actually does resonate with with young people today. Right. right. And because they sense they sense this lack of community. Right. Because that's what happens in the movie. You know, everyone comes together to help George and his family. And, you know, that's missing in a lot of our culture today. So, right. And you know what's really fascinating about this, uh, Kurt, is the fact that you have it as a podcast, which is coming through the smartphone. These younger adults find it on the podcast and right there on their podcast, they can go get it. So, I mean, it's not like, okay, you have to go to a flat screen TV to watch this. You can get it. We're going to talk about it. Now go watch it on your smartphone. Oh, I know it's modern technology is both a blessing and a curse, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that exactly everything you just said is exactly true. Modern technology makes it really easy for us to connect if we want to connect. And I think that's part of the issue there. You know where I really want to watch this this movie? I want to put on my meta uh, uh, goggles and I want to watch it there because I want to be able to look around and feel like I'm in this movie. Mm. Oh, that would be really interesting. You know, so one of the things that we did was we traveled around the um, the East Coast um, talking to people and visiting places that had impact on the final movie. So obviously... Um, Seneca Falls in upstate New York yep. uh, is everyone really does consider it to be the basis for Bedford Falls. It's got the bridge. It's got the small town. <laughs> it's got it's got the story, the basic story that someone jumped off a bridge to help somebody. That is that is a plaque on the bridge. And we have a whole part of our a main part of one of our issue, episodes is about Frank Capra visiting Seneca Falls and seeing the bridge and seeing the plaque and then talking to some of the local people about the bridge and the plaque and the guy who jumped off the the bridge to save somebody and then end up tragically losing his own life and um, how that was all interwoven into the storyline. And we also went to a couple places in New Jersey where there's the same kind of bridge, almost exactly the same. Wow. And, you know, um, there's a town called Califon, New Jersey, where, uh, 
the original writer of the short story that the film is based on, the story is called The Greatest Gift, was written by Phil Van Doren Stern. And he was a writer and editor in the you know, first half of the century. And um, he lived in Califon, which is a small town about 40 miles west of New York. And it's a little town. And, you know, his we talked to his granddaughters and they're, and they're like, look, there's the bridge is there. The church is there. The little town is there. So in some ways, a lot of these small cities in the east are they're kind of alike. You know, they're all mill towns. They all have bridges. They all have churches. They all have, you know, and we have gotten our image of small town America out yep, of yep. this movie. Yep. And this movie is, is made up of numerous people from Nutley, New Jersey, who were the screenwriters lived and they had a sledding hill mm-hmm. and there was a hole, there was a pond at the bottom of the sledding hill where there was ice and that was written into the movie. And all of these little, these little tidbits of these people's lives ended up in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all of, you know, that's where we were back in the, 30s and 40s. I'm so glad that you talked about the fact that this really does represent small town America because I mean even in my notes here I say this represents every city because at many times when I'm watching this it could be my hometown of Billings, Montana. There are many because with the Yellowstone River Bridge I mean there's just so many different things in in this movie that make you say this is my town this is my movie and and I got to be honest with you there Kurt is that when I saw George Bailey was never born I wanted to argue with you I'm going the hell he's been in my life my entire life he's very much alive. Exactly. And that's I'm glad you had that that feeling about the title because and that means that there's a personal connection there. There is. You 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 would you know, I mean, George Bailey not being there is like you missing a cousin or something, you know. And um and it's it's amazing what kind of impact fictional characters can have on our lives. And that's kind of the basis for the podcast. And can we take those lessons that are in the movie and apply them to ourselves, our town, our culture? Mm -hmm. And we have in America, we have done that with this movie. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, when you think about what, how good America is, how we integrate immigrants, how we are always looking um, to better ourselves, how, we are looking to create a community to live in that is honest and hardworking and worthy of fighting World War II over, right? That's That comes, a lot of it comes from this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not having that, what would that look like? Well, it looked like Pottersville, right? <laughs> you know? You got real in, in this podcast in the way that, and I never even thought about this, but there were people that thought that this movie was attacking bankers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, we have a whole episode there where um, we discuss the, um, the, the idea that some people don't like this movie right. because it's taking on capitalism or capitalists and via the bankers. In fact, um, Ayn Rand actually um, w- had the ear of Joseph McCarthy and a lot of the people involved in the communist witch hunts in the 50s and the 40s and 50s. And she um, actually had uh, this film was on the FBI watch list because it was subversive 
you know, quote unquote. And um, so, yeah, the, the idea that this movie is subversive and I mean, and 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 lightly filtered communist propaganda mm-hmm. is it's 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 odd. So even then, back then, you know, we we were divided in a lot of ways as a country. And this film back then saw these issues and was trying to present a world where we rose above that. Mm. And and think about it, you know, think about like what would happen if you were not here? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you know, what would your life have turned out? What would your family's lives have turned out like? And we had to think about that, you know, and making this. So, you know, it's like, so what's your favorite scene? You know, um, only because my real name is Clarence. So so the, the introduction of Clarence in my entire life is has been based on this this Clarence with with, you know, with the with the bells and things. I mean, because I'm trying to figure out how Clarence seemed to be at peace by being Clarence. And I hated the name Clarence and I carried that mm-hmm. negative energy. So so when I go in there and I see this, I'm still looking for why are you OK with it? But I am not OK with it. Hmm. So it's, mm. it's, it's got a deeper thing, and it's all based on his name, and 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 so right. so it's like, but but at, at the same time, I, I'm such a James Stewart fan that there is no human being on this planet that could have played that role except for him. Oh, no, absolutely, and you know we we talk about that a little bit. Um, you know we have James Stewart's uh, daughter yeah. Kelly Har- Kelly Stewart Harcourt on, and she talks about that like like who who could have played this other than my dad. You know, and you know she's kind of right. And, you know, and we look at other um, Frank Capra films, right? Um, you know, uh, Meet John Doe has a lot of the same themes, and that's you know not Jimmy Stewart. It right. doesn't it doesn't feel the same because it's it wasn't Jimmy Stewart doing that um, that that uh, role, right? And, um, you know, you, you know, Gary Cooper is an amazing actor, but he's a different actor than Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, he brings yeah. a whole different sensibility. And at the end on Meet John Doe, he's standing up on a building <laughs> ready to throw himself off the building. And it's, it's this kind of the same movie in a weird way. And it's it's almost like a Frank Capra had a trial run first. And he goes, OK, I got some things wrong here. It's a great movie, but let's do some things differently. And so. This is kind of like, um, um, you know, you know, 2.0 version of that kind of idea. Yeah. And the original story, um, The Greatest Gift, was basically act three of the movie. Whoa. And and that was um, uh, he actually Phil Van Dornstern wrote it in the late 30s and um, was trying to sell it as a story. But people didn't think that it would sell right because it, it was hard to describe exactly what it is. You know, is it fantasy? Is it a mystery? Is it a drama? You know, which is kind of the movie, right? Everyone thinks It's a Wonderful Life is a comedy. Yeah. We have an episode where we take a look at that. It's actually, no, it's a very dark film noir kind of look at suicide and depression and and economic, um, you know, uh, hardship. Wow. But you know what, though? I, I believe that if we would have colorized this movie and placed it in a theater today, it would be called a faith based movie. Mm. Huh. You're probably because I mean, look, sure. it's it's about empowerment. It's about lives changing. Yeah. It's about the holiday. It's like, ah, this is and it, it's absolutely faith based. Absolutely. And you can totally see that because, you know, I mean, Jimmy Stewart is like, I'm not really religious, but please, God, and, see? you know, 
he knows, you know, at the end or, or throughout the course of the film, he um, religion does play quite a bit in, in this, I think, where, you know, people's lives are, you know, maybe, you know, are, are they living the best life they can? Yeah. Are they living according to, you know, um, principles that they really should be? And Jimmy Stewart is is kind of the manifestation of that, right? His speeches where he's railing yes. against Potter and where everyone, you know, you know, it's it's everyone deserves a, a roof over their heads and and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's those speeches are they're riveting yeah. and you get chills and it's it, they are very sermon like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I, I totally, I totally see that. And that's religion in the best way, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's religion that speaks to everyone about their better selves and about what we can be. Yeah. You know? yep. Kurt, you got to come back to the show anytime in the future and whatever project you've got going on, because you, you dig in deep and you really do become a companion to the listener. And that is so important when it comes to podcasting. It's not always about yucking it up. It's about educating as well as just informing in a way that that is just so you can continue the conversation beyond the podcast. Oh, well, thank you. And that's what we hope. We really hope that when people are driving in their car to visit their relatives or going on a trip, they listen to this and and they talk about it after the car, you know, when yep. they're at their, yep. they're getting dinner, they're at night, they're like, wow, you know, da da da, something <laughs> about the podcast really hit home with you, yep. or what isn't that a weird idea? What would, <laughs> what do you what do you think, you know? And you start talking about it. So that's the goal, right? Yeah. Hopefully we 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 get there, you uh, know. Absolutely. Well, you be brilliant this year, okay? All right, and thank you very much, and um, uh, and you know, take that name. <laughs> Be, be the Clarence that you need to be. Oh, God, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, guy. All right. <laughs>